Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. I want to welcome you to the show. You know, my friends, last night, I stayed up kind of late last night. I was tossing and turning, thinking about World War II of all things. If you're anything like me, you have these weird, almost rabbit hole thought processes that happen at the most random times. And last night, I was about to go to bed, actually, and then I was on YouTube, and I was looking around at some clips, and I was just kind of enjoying a little bit of history and whatnot, and then I stumbled upon, of all things, the old Narnia movies, and I looked at the first scene from the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, the, the uh, Disney Walden film, and I looked at the Lufafa bombing Britain, because that's the beginning of the first Narnia movie, and it got me going down the rabbit hole of World War II all over again. And it made me realize something. <laughs> I, I can't believe I didn't see this sooner. I mean, maybe other people have discussed this. I haven't heard it. But the West has been paralyzed from the World War II days. The West, even though it's been 90, you know, 80, 90 years since World War II ended, since World War II really happened and then to ended, it's shocking to me how much our modern world is still paralyzed by what happened. When you look at the world in the 30s, 1930s till the 2020s, you look at how much the world has changed in just 100 years. The 1920s to the 2020s, night and day. Night and day difference. So much technology, so much more control over everything. Social media, AI, you name it. You have any idea how much the world has changed in 100 years? It's crazy. But you know what the weirdest part is? Is that despite the fact that World War One and World War Two happened almost a hundred years ago. The West is still paralyzed by it. I want to show here. You know, you want to know what I'm talking about here. Let me show these to you. Now, don't worry. None of these are really graphic or anything like that. I, I wouldn't want to show that to you. I wouldn't show it to you on YouTube. But look at these pictures from World War Two. We have the Iwo Jima picture of the Marines putting up on Iwo Jima. We have. The, the piece of human trash in the top right-hand corner that the, that the Hamas vermin probably salute in their basement. We have... Look, look at these old photos, man. But let me tell you something. If you want to maintain any level of faith in humanity, never, and I repeat, never look at old Holocaust footage. It will rip your guts out will rip your guts out I've don't, I, I say that because I've looked at it you just I won't describe it to you it's too morbid I won't do it but what I will tell you is this I the rhetoric that I hear on Twitter Facebook on, on reddit you name it all these different forums on the internet the rhetoric that the pro Hamas the pro-Palestinian people and the this the overall anti-Zionist Jew haters out there. The I hear the same rhetoric today that I read about in Germany in the 30s. 
Most of you have no idea how the Holocaust even started. It didn't just... The German leadership didn't just wake up one day and decide to exterminate an entire ethnic group. An entire race. Which is exactly what they called them, by the way. So for those of you who consider Jews white, tell, tell that to the Germans in World War II. But I digress. The reason I bring it up is because it started with swimming pools. It started with classrooms. It started... In other words, on college campuses like we're seeing today, it started with words, led to little actions, which then led to the camps. And my friends, if you think this is hyperbole, you're mistaken. But the most nauseating part of this is when you look at the Bider Meinhof gang or the Red Army faction that came to. Germany in like the 60s, 70s. They were the children of the Third Reich in the 30s and the 40s. We then fast forward a lot of the a lot of the f professors and whatnot that came to America were either sympathizers or communists. Because the communists and the Nazis did not get along, just so you know. But not because they were very philosophically different. It's because they didn't agree on the end game. I don't. You know what's shocking to me? People think that Nazis are right wingers. Most people don't even know what the word N N A Z I stands for in German. It says National Socialism. What what party of the right wing variety would be led by a man who was a teetotaling vegan, who didn't? who also did drugs on a regular basis, was, was a complete meth head. Name me one person on the right wing that would that does a thing like that. I mean, Churchill was a right winger. He drank alcohol, smoked tobacco, and ate a lot of meat, according to my understanding. But my friends, look, the, my overall point is that the West is not over the atrocities of World War II, and we see it in our policies conducted in the whole entire Western world. The guilt, the survivor's guilt that permeates the politicians of the Western Front is unbelievable to me. Why would I say that? Well, just look at the policy differences. We went from having a protecting our borders, language, and culture to having our entire border overrun. Our language becoming a polyglot of, of languages and importing every third world culture into this country to make it multiculturalism. And then we have people getting beat up on the streets, being robbed, being graped, being everything you could possibly imagine. And yet we're, we're living in a, quote, more tolerant, diverse, equitable, equal society. You know, despite the fact that the Soviets and the Nazis hated each other, mainly due to the, their own ambitions, the Soviets, they helped us during World War II, but only because, they, because the Germans turned on them. But the USSR, the Soviets, used Aesopian language. You ever, heard, you ever read Aesop's fables as a kid? Like the, um, I believe it was on the Anansi, the, the wolf and 
the wolf and the crow, the the lion and the mouse, that kind of stuff, those little fables that you maybe were read as a kid. That is what those are Aesopian. They don't. Ha they are open to interpretation. They are not stated directly what the point of the story is. That is what Aesopian language is. That was the language used by the communists and by the Germans, the Nazis, before their takeovers happened. And then the, the Germans and the Soviets alike had, well, the Germans had their Reichstag fire. For those of you who don't know what the Reichstag fire was, there was the Reichstag, which was like the, the Congress building in Germany. And what they did was they set it on fire. And the, the Nazi party, which was the minority party in Germany in that time, then argued, hey, we need to stop these communists. These communists are going to destroy us. We need to, we need to put them in check. So then the old drunk chancellor, the president of Germany at the time, gave all his power to the newly elected chancellor, who was old Adolf, and then that's when Adolf took all the power, and then before you knew it, was making radical changes, and the rest is history. The Brits, the British and the French, instead of stopping what was happening, they instead appeased him, as we are appeasing the, Muslim, the radical Muslims in the Middle East, as we are appeasing the communists and the neo-Nazis of our time. We are, we, everybody is being appeased of every stripe and every variety. We are so accepting and tolerant that we have become exactly like Britain and France before World War II all over again in an attempt to avoid the very history that they knew, to avoid repeating history, we repeated it. We are repeating history in front of your eyes. And I'm really trying not to get excited right now because it'd be really easy for me to do. But I don't want to lose... I don't want my emotions to affect the rationale of what I'm saying to you. World War II still lives, despite the fact that most of the veterans, God bless them, the World War II vets, are slowly on their way up to... on the way off to their eternal reward in heaven. We are being taught... Lies. The philosophers of the USSR, Herbert Marcuse, to name one of them. The children, the descendants of the German Reich. All of them mixed in with the fundamental teachings of Marx, Engels, Trotsky, Lenin, Stalin. We are... We see the Aesopian language returning, taking the form of diversity, equity, equality, fairness... Where do you think this language comes from? This positive language that's used to kill us, to paralyze us, to bully us. Political correctness was inserted by Mao in China and the reconstruction in the in the early in the early days. That's why Douglas MacArthur, you remember him? The Pacific commander, whereas Eisenhower was the <clears throat> European commander in the European theater? MacArthur, after World War II was over and Eisenhower was a president of the United States, he believed that the dams in China needed to be broken because he saw what China would become in the Reconstruction. 
and he did not want China to become the superpower that it is now today. Guess what? MacArthur was fired and tarnished by Eisenhower. And now look at what China is today. The Frankenstein it has become. Was MacArthur right? Was Truman right? I'll let you decide. My friends, what do you think about this argument I've laid out to you? Do you believe that I'm right? Do you believe it's fair, foul, fraud? What do you believe of what I've told you today? I've thrown a lot of red meat your way. Hopefully you don't have an upset stomach from all the red meat that I'm throwing you. I didn't give you enough carbohydrates and fiber. But my friends, I firmly believe that the ideology of the Axis powers has slowly infiltrated the United States of America and the Western world. And instead of being like the Nazis, they become the anti-Nazis and in doing so have caused the very problem they sought to destroy. My friends, I hope you learned something. I hope I gave you some food for thought. This is what I was going to last night, just thinking about. It was unbelievable to me. And, I, and to top it all off, in the Narnia movie that I talked about earlier, I look at my generation of Gen Z and compared with the silent generation who lived through the... Watching planes, you know, normally people see birds and fly, flying over their towns and flocks. Imagine those birds were actually planes dropping bombs. That's what the silent generation had to grow up with in, in Britain. And all throughout Europe. North Africa. Oh yeah, North Africa was invaded by the Nazis and by the Italians. Mussolini. My friends, I really hope that you realize how ideas never die. They merely change their form and are reintroduced in different ways. My friends, God bless you. God bless your families. God bless America. I hope you learned something. If you liked what you heard, I think you know what to do. You follow me on X, like the show, rate the show, follow the show, anything you want to do. You can decide. Well, my friends... Till next time, I hope it gave you some good red meat and food for thought. What you do with it, that's up to you. Peace.